This is Together 24-7, episode 41. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, Not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we, we work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Oh, welcome to another episode of Together 24-7, or as we like to call it, The Barry and Catherine Show. Yep, Thursday says now become The Barry and Catherine Show on Together 24-7, and what we're going to do is teach you how to be in business with your spouse or significant other, be in business just in general, and... Um, the things to get you to the next level. So either start your business or get to the next level. These are the things that we teach our clients. These are the things that we work with our, our clients on, people who want to go in business with their spouse, people who are in business who want to get their next get to the next level. And we're going to give you a little taste of all of this. And that's what we've decided to do. So there. So there. And what we will not teach you is how to hide the scars. There are no scars. Come on, don't. Okay. There are no scars. I don't beat you much. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about, since it is the beginning of January. um, It's the least wonderful time of the year. Yeah, I'd sing it, but it's, I can't sing. That's why I won't sing it. Um, So we want to talk about getting ready for taxes. Yep. Don't wait till April 15th. Just start now. Don't wait till April 14th because there are a lot of people out there that are just you know, going to beat you and they're all your accountants and your bookkeepers. Yeah. Yeah. So just, we, just a few tips, things that we do. Now we have to pre-qualify this, that although my father-in-law is a CPA, we heard him on one of the episodes. We are not licensed by default. We are not licensed by default. Um, We are not tax preparers. We are not CPAs. We are not any of these things. We are not tax advisors. We are not tax tax lawyers. We are not tax anything. We're two people in business. And we just like to tell people how we do things to prepare. Uh, as they like to say, your mileage may vary. But these are just some of the things we are not responsible if you do something that we say and it's wrong. Right. So these are some of the things that you may want to put on your checklist to check with your CPA, your accountant, your bookkeeper, whoever it is that prepares your taxes. Now, that brings me to my first point. You're in business and you're big boys and girls now. Get a tax preparer. 
an H&R Block is not a tax preparer. Oh, God, no. We've, you know, we can recommend some people, um, probably put them on our resources page. Sure. That, that we know of that can prepare taxes anywhere in the country. Find somebody that you know. Ask another business person. Don't do it on your own. You don't want to use the little program that you get from the store or download. You want a CPA. You want an enrolled agent. Somebody that knows what the laws are. Somebody that knows how to do things for you. Computer programs, they they take generalizations, but they don't know you. They don't know your business. You need somebody to talk to. You need somebody to ask questions to. You need somebody that's going to ask you questions to give you the best possible advice, information, tax return, tax return. That's right. The other thing is if it is more than you and your spouse and you're cutting checks to people, paying people, you've got 1099 employee. Well, no, it's not an employee. If you've got, if you work with independent contractors for any of your business, or if you have employees, get one of those payroll services. It doesn't cost you anything to sit down with one of those people and, you know, and find out what they could do for you. And it will save you a lot of headaches. Oh, it certainly will. Absolutely. And if you don't go that route, hire a bookkeeper to take things throughout the year. And have everything ready to go. So at so at this time of year, you can just say to your accountant, here's my QuickBooks file or whatever you happen to be using, have at it. That's right. So I think the first thing is uh and this is this is my least favorite Wait, thing. Wait, this will be the second thing. You already did the first thing. What was the first thing? Oh, I did the first thing, and that then that was your tax preparer. So the second thing, this is what I hate the most, and that's the mileage thing. On January 1 or, you know, this week sometime, just do yourself a favor, write down, right after this, or if you're driving in your car, make a little notation, just don't get into an accident, do it at a red light, make a notation of your mileage. I mean, it's the worst possible way of doing this, but at least it's something. Make a notation of your mileage. Our our accountant has told us this on occasion. And it took, it took us many years to do it. It took to, us to many it. years to, to do it. But at the very least, this week, make a notation of your mileage, whatever it is. December 31st of 2016, make a notation of your mileage. At least you'll have some idea of what's going on. And then, you know, you guys can figure it out from there. But and Well, for mileage, there are apps out there, free apps that you can get or something. The one I use costs $20 a year. A big deal. But what it does, it uses GPS. It figures out your starting point, your end point, and you tell it whether it was business or personal. That's the only input you need to give it. And this way, at the end of the year, you go to their website, you download the report on your mileage, and you hand it to your accountant. And that's all it takes. That's it. It's just a matter of doing it that one time to start it. That's the hardest part. So there, there's an app for that. There's an app for that in both Android and uh, iOS. And, you know, mileage is a big thing. It's 55 cents a mile here in the U.S. That That's your tax deduction. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of... And if you have a Prius like me, that's more than the gas costs you. It is. It is. And if your Prius is still under warranty like mine, well, was up until a little while ago, that's more than the, the cost of the, the maintenance. repair, too. The maintenance. Sure. So it's very exciting to get that off on your taxes. It doesn't take much, does it? It doesn't take much to get me excited, <laughs> no. <laughs> You're so lucky. I am. So let's go on to number three. Here's one that I think is important. 
pay your estimated quarterly taxes. Yeah. That's a big one also. And that took, took us, us a long, a long time, time to start doing. Because uh, when you do that, come the come the time to file your tax return, if you do owe taxes, and hopefully you do, because that means you are made money, you had profit, uh, you won't have anything left to pay. Or you won't have as much left to pay. Or you might even get a return. That's true. So that's even better because you've paid estimated. And if your accountant does a great job and finds all of the deductions that you need, odds are you're going to get money back. That's right. And, and then you could buy your wife a nice dinner. You could. Or, or buy your or husband. Or something. Or something. And uh, that's that's another point to attach to that. Take your deductions. So like for here in Arizona, we have... Um, we have a number of different deductions that we can take. Uh, one of the deductions is called the working poor tax. It's the working poor tax, but it's not really a tax, but it's a deduction that you can take by December 31st and it comes off dollar for dollar on your taxes. And then another one is, uh, on our state taxes. And another one is a tax credit for private schools. So we have a friend who sends their child to private school and we can same amount. If I owe the state a hundred dollars, I can say, no, I'm going to put that $100, and I think it's up to a couple of hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm not sure whatever what it is. Whatever it is. But ask your, tax <laughs> ask your tax professional. But here's what it is. I can either hand that $100 to the state, or I can hand that $100 to the school and put it in that child's name. My point being, check with your state, check with the federal government. There are a number of things out there where you got to pay it anyway. You're not getting out of paying it. You got to pay it anyway, but you can direct where some of that money goes. Right. Whereas if it goes to the state, who knows where it's going? That's right. So as far as I'm concerned, it's going into somebody's pocket. Probably. Probably. But anyway, um, I'm not going to accuse anybody of that. Seriously, check um, before the end of the year. Of course, now this is past the end of the year, but a lot of things happen before April 15th as well. That includes your investments. Get an investment person. We have a wonderful. We do. We do have a wonderful person, Teresa. We love her. She's great. She's fun too. She's fun too. She has parties at her house. She does have parties at her house. But besides that, she's licensed. She's trained. She has her own. But she's our investment person. Get an investment person. That helps with your taxes as well. Making those investments, taking all those deductions, your IRAs and your Roths and Roth IRA and IRA Roth. And we, we again, we, we don't know anything about IRA Roth. I, I hear he's a good guy. I heard he's a good guy. <laughs> but in all seriousness, have a team around you. And, you know, have that team around you. Hire the professionals. They'll be able to tell you. Uh, a absolutely. Unless you are a financial professional, why are you going to try to do this yourself? That's right. And- the other thing, what what's the doohickey that's hooked up to my computer? Ah, the doohickey. The doohickey. The neat receipt scanner. Love that thing. Oh, absolutely. You are allowed. Uh, again, check with your tax professional. But from what I understand, you're allowed to keep electronic copies of your receipts now, and you could toss the paper ones. Right. Well, and even so, you know what? If you keep the electronic copies and those you can file, you know, like, so here's what I do. Um, I neat receipt everything. And Which I, means she scans it into the computer. That's what I do. And then I put it in the computer file and then we back all that stuff up. And then like I take all the papers and I shove them together in an envelope and I keep them for a little bit. And then when I know I don't need them anymore, we send them to a shredder. Yes. So 
my point being is that I don't have to double file. I don't have to like put it in my, in the drawers, in the filing cabinet. I just shove it into a, and I'm, I'm clapping my hands and I know. So that's the sound because I'm Italian, ladies and gentlemen, I've got to talk with my hands and that's what I'm doing. So I shove them all into an envelope. I put it in the drawer when I'm clear to go and all the files have been done and the taxes have been done. And my CPA says you can shred. I shred. And And they become great bedding for the chickens. They become great bedding for the chickens. That's right. That's a whole nother episode. (laughs) Oh, you guys are going to want to hear that one. Neat receipts is so cool. It's unreal. It has, but now I don't have, I have a beautiful credenza in my office uh, from an old, uh, the old banking credenzas. And now I have a lot of empty drawers that I don't know what to do with, but it's a beautiful credenza in my office. Thank you for polishing it for me and everything. It's pretty. We could probably stick the shredded paper in there till we need it. Oh, and the chickens can live in my office? <laughs> no, that would no, be no, great. No, till we need it. Till we need it. Okay. What else can we tell people about tax prep? Well, we talked about the mileage and we talked about filing and we talked, you know, uh, filing your stuff and scanning your stuff and just keep good records. Um, know how much of your house is... You, that you're using for your office. If you're working out if of your house. If you're working from home. And odds are, if you're an entrepreneur, and, and odds are, if you're listening to this, you are, you don't do everything in the office. Even if you have an office someplace else, you still do some work at home. That's right. So figure out what the square footage of your home is. And uh, from that, you know, what the square footage of your office is. So we know for a fact our, our ha- the size of our house. And we use about a quarter of our house we use about for office. For op- a little bit less, a little bit less. I think it's I think it's one-sixth of the house. Exactly. In square footage. I happen to know this, but so we know that. So we know that when we're entering our mortgage, put aside one, you know, one-sixth. Entering our mortgage. Not entering our mortgage, but like, you know, when we know at the end of our the year. Deductions? Our deductions? Our deductions, right. But at the end, so here's the mortgage. This is what we paid for the year. So our accountant knows one-sixth of this or whatever it is. Boom, she takes it off. And, you know, this was our electric bill. Boom, take it off. If you've cable bill, you I've, know. I've seen her work and she actually does go, boom, it's off. Boom, it's off. She does not. Cable bills, because if your uh, if your computer needs to hook up to the internet, and whose doesn't these days, you got that. So all of these things, don't forget about them. And if you don't know, write it down. Write how much you spent for the year and show it to your tax preparer. They will either say yay or nay. Again, not using H and R block. I have nothing against them. I used to use it's them. It's great if you're in high school. When or, I was in college, or, you know, and, even if you're just a W two employee somewhere, it's and you don't, really don't have any deductions. That's fine. Go ahead and use them. But when you're self employed, there's a lot more complexities in there, and you really need somebody with that personal touch. Right. Somebody and knowledge. Knows, somebody who really, really knows you, not somebody who just got a two-week training class. So And they work three months a year right. at this. Yeah. Right. Um, so write everything down. If you're not sure if it's a deduction, that's not your problem. That is, you know, that is your CPA's uh concern, your accountants, your enrolled agents concern. Your concern is to write it down, is to make a notation of everything, all subscriptions, all, you know, meetings we're, that you go to, everything. When we're talking everything, we mean everything. 
And it's really not difficult, especially if you use your bank debit card to pay for things. Just go to your online bank, uh, look at the statement. It tells you where you spent all your money. It's really easy. Yep. So this is not the most wonderful time of the year. It's uh, For us, it's the most difficult time of the year for our uh, for our software company, it's a time of the year where we have to work with several other businesses who are preparing 1099B forms. It's a tough time of year, but you can make it easier if you are prepared. Absolutely. And with that, do you have any pet peeves for today, Catherine? I thought we weren't doing it. just so happened that on the last one, you had a pet peeve. Oh, I thought we'd continue with it. Do you have anything that's really bugging you right now, this time of year? What's bugging you? This time of year, it probably has to be the the people that you are working with, not you in particular, that any of your clients that don't take the seriousness of tax deadlines. Again, I said we do 1099B forms, and that is uh, for our software company. And those have very specific deadlines. They're very specific ways of preparing them. Uh, which our software does, and they have very specific deadlines. And it's the people who go, eh, it doesn't really matter when we get this out. I can send it out whenever. We're not going to get fined for that. Oh, no. It's not on us. I take that personally anyway. I panic for them because they're not panicking enough. Um I, 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 when, you know, when that happens, I do see little veins popping out of the sides of your head. My blood pressure goes up for them. Um, so that would be my pet peeve. It's, it's now the time of the year that all these things need to be done. You have, you know, whatever. There, there are very specific deadlines. It's crunch time. It's crunch time. If you've got, uh, if you, if you work with independent contractors, you've got to get a, out a 1099B form or a, well, no, you know, 1099. A, ten, a 1099 form. If you're, you know, if you're barter exchangers, what we work with, you got to get the 1099B form. If you're whoever, whatever, you got to get that, the 1234ABCDE form. Whatever it is, the, the IRS is like, you know, boom, 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 boom. That is my pet peeve, is people who... who Procrastinating pro- with taxes? Procrastinating with all the tax stuff. I am afraid of the IRS. I'm sorry. And if you're out there and you're listening and you're the IRS... She's you know, scared. I'm scared of you. I just, I'm scared of you. So you're, okay. you're my men in, in black. <laughs> you are my men in black. I'm a little scared of you. So well, you folks, uh, if you want any more information on us or this, just check out our website, www.together247.net. And we've, we'll have a couple of resources up there for you for taxes. Um, and this way, you know, you can ask some questions and, and get some better ideas. And now let's hear some music and say goodbye. Say goodbye, Catherine. Goodbye, Catherine. We'll see you all next time. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.